You may be seated. And uh, we started this morning a message called, I Choose Praise. That's a good thing to choose. We choose halal. We choose yada. We choose tehillah. We can read praises from the book of Psalms, which is the Telahim, the book of praises of the children of Israel, the book of praises of the children of God. Amen? Amen. And one of the important truths that we talked about is that this is the truth, that God told us to lift up our heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory, the King of presence, the King of everything heavy with good shall come into our lives. And just so like, just like that king would come from afar after a big victory, they'd stand on the tower and look out and say, the king is coming, the king is coming. And they would gather the people from the city and they would wait at the gates. And when the king would come, they would lift up their gates. Amen. And they would celebrate and they would sing psalms of hymns and praise because the king came back with a triumphal entry. How much more? Should we lift up our gates? Should we lift up our heads? How much more should we lift up our hearts to the King of glory who triumphed over death, hell, and the grave? Hallelujah. Who answers our prayers. Amen. Who redeems our life from destruction. How much more should we invite the King of glory to come in? You see, the King of glory sits down and dwells in the praises of His people. Amen. Glory to God. So don't don't let a bad day keep you down. Don't let a bad circumstance keep you down. All of us have experienced that and will experience that. It's called life. But thank God we have the glory and the lifter up of our head in this life who came to give us life and life more abundantly. So no longer will we live with our heads down saddened by life's circumstances with a big frown. But oh, the King of glory is coming. He's knocking on the door of our hearts in our midnight hour. He's knocking on the door of our hearts in dire circumstances. And He just wants to come in and ambush every enemy that we ever face. Amen? Now, we we looked at one verse this morning from Second Chronicles chapter 20. I don't want to take a lot of time, but I do want to look at some verses from there. Is that all right with you all tonight? So open your Bibles to Second Chronicles, the 20th chapter, and we're going to begin in verse 1. Thank God for heaven's help. Man, this is a good-looking crowd here tonight. A real good-looking group of people. You guys are blessed. You know you are blessed. You're blessed coming in. You're blessed going out. What are you? You're the head? Above only? Amen. Verse 1. It happened after this that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria, and they, are, and they are in Hazan Tamar, which is in Gidi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord 
And he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So we see the king was afraid. Amen? Fear knocks on the door of everyone's life. But I prophesied to you that as quickly as fear comes, fear can leave. And it's up to us what we do when fear knocks on the door. What Jehoshaphat did is he set his heart to seek the Lord. Is it a good thing to have your heart fixed, trusting in the Lord and looking to him for every answer? Amen? So Judah... And by the way, Judah, I believe in the Hebrew, is the word praise. And so praise gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might, so that no one (coughs) is able to withstand you? Now, I know that he's praying, and I know that he's declaring, but I submit to you tonight that he's also praising. Prayer and praise go together. We found that out this morning. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. Hallelujah. And so Jehoshaphat is praying. He's declaring. He's praising. And he is setting forth in his mind. He is bringing to his remembrance all that the Lord has done. I hear the word of the Lord saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Amen. It's good to rehearse what God has done. What it does, it positions you in your spirit and enlarges your heart for Him to even do more and greater things in your life. Is anybody a candidate for the God of glory to do greater things in your life? Verse 7. Are you you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? Remember that Abraham was the friend of God. Why was he called the friend of God? Because he trusted God and he was faithful to God. And verse 8 says, And they dwell in it, And have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, and pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence. presence, Praise brings you into the presence of God. The presence of God will always find a praiser. In my heart, I just know in this This is the truth. We are not to depart from the presence of God. And cry to you in our affliction, and you will hear, and you will save. See, they're magnifying the Lord. And then, notice with me the next verse. And now, here are the people of Ammon. And now, 
Here's the problem. Now get this in your heart tonight. They address the problem from the presence. I said they address the problem that was down here from the presence of the Lord. What do you mean? They magnified the Lord. They set their heart on the Lord. They got into the presence of the Lord. And then they said, by the way, this little thing down here. From his presence, address the problem. Rather than from the problem, trying to address the Lord. Now, don't misunderstand me. It's okay if you're in a problem and you haven't been in the presence for a period of time. Thank God His mercies and His grace are new every morning. And we serve a God of grace and mercy. But my brothers and sisters, it's much better to be prayed up, to be praised up. For you that are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, seated at the right hand of the Father, heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, you have the answer. And so from that place, we look down upon the problems. That's what the Bible means when it says the devil is under our feet. Now verse 10. And now here are the people of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude. They were honest about it. They had no natural power. To come against this great multitude that was coming against them. Nor do we know what to do. But our eyes. I can't heal myself. I can't prosper myself. I can't save myself. I can't save my son. I can't save this nation. But my eyes are on you. <laughs> Say it with me. My eyes are on my eyes are on you. I can't fix this. But Lord, you can. And I placed my eyes. I set my affection on things above. I believe this, that we should never ever get into our intellect and try to figure out how. How's this going to happen? How's this money going to come? How's that person going to be saved? Get our eyes off of that and fix our eyes on who? Amen. Fix your eyes on who? That's what Hebrews says. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I don't know how, but I know who. And I know that the one who has done it in the past over and over and over and over and over again, he will do it again. I said he will do it again. But the requirement on our part is to keep our eyes on him. Keep our eyes on him. Just lift up your hands right now and say this with me, Lord God. I can't fix the situations. 
I can't fix the problems. So I put my eyes, I set my affection upon you. And when you do, you, if you will, license him to move on your behalf. But not only him, the angels of the Lord, will move on behalf of God's covenant children who have placed their complete trust, their complete hope, and their complete eyes on him and him only. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I can look back over the years and I can see what God has done. You know, he has a great track record of faithfulness. And if he's ever done it before, he'll do it again. Do you believe it? Say it one more time. My eyes are on you. Now notice verse 13. Now all of praise with their little ones. Is it good to get your little ones to praise God? Get them off that computer. Get them off that phone. And get them in the presence of God. Their wives and their children, they stood before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mathaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph. He came into the midst of the assembly. The Spirit of the Lord moves in atmospheres where people set their hearts on Him, where they magnify the Him, and where they keep their eyes upon Him. And He said, Listen, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, O King Jehoshaphat, listen up. Thus says the Lord to you. Do not be afraid. Keep fear under your feet. Do not be dismayed of this great multitude. Oh, and I love this. For the battle is not yours. The battle is not mine. The battle is not yours or yours or yours. The battle is God's. Glory to God. He is the Lord, strong and mighty in battle. Can't help it. I just got to shout. You know, when I read that, that the battle is not mine, but it is of the Lord's, I think, man, that's some good news. Say it with me three times. My battle belongs to the Lord. Now let's say it together. My battle belongs to the Lord. One more time. My battle belongs to the Lord. Powerful. That means the Lord's on your side. And the Lord's moving and we, even when you don't feel like He's moving. There's things happening in the realm of the Spirit moving on my behalf and moving on your behalf. Now notice verse 16. He says, Tomorrow go down against them. For they will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. In other words, they're going to rise up. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness, Jeriel. 
you will not need to fight in this battle. So he's telling them again, the battle is mine. But now listen very carefully. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Oh, praise and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. But here's what I want you to do. Tomorrow, go down against them for the Lord is with you. Now, sometimes we can read that and we can be, get a little bit confused because he said, you know, the, the battle's not yours, but it's God's. But then he tells me to, to go down and do something. What God is telling them to do has nothing to do with flesh and blood. He's not telling them to take their swords. He's not telling them to take their weapons. He says, I want you to position yourself. Put yourself in place for a great miracle. And the position that they were to take was praise. It was not a natural battle that God wanted them to stand against, but it was a spiritual battle. Hey, the weapons of our warfare. They're not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of Ammon, to the pulling down of Mount Seir, to the pulling down of all of Israel's enemies. He says, position yourself. In other words, this is all I want you to do. This is all you need to do is get in position and give me place. Verse 18. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of praise and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord. What were they doing? Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices, now notice, loud on high. If you were here this morning, we were praising God loudly because He is the most high God. And He is worthy of you and I lifting up our voice. In praise, there's more of a celebration. There's more of an extolation, extolling. There's more of a lauding. In worship, there's just more of that presence. Presence comes on both areas. But worship is more of a, a flow just out of your spirit. It's being still, if you will, and knowing that God is God. Amen? Now notice in verse 20. So they stayed in bed until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. No? What did they do? Hallelujah. You'll find this out. When you arise, God will arise. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness to Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O praise, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. You will be established. Believe his prophets and you will prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord! For His mercy endures forever. Come on, let's say it several times. Praise the Lord, for His mercy endureth forever. 
Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth. Come on, keep it up. Praise the Lord for His mercy. What if they hadn't obeyed the instruction? Nothing would have happened. That's exactly right. And we don't want to be the kind of people in Christianity where nothing is happening. We want to be Ankusheba Sata. We want to be under the spout where the glory comes out. We want to be right in the thick. We want to be right in the middle. We want to be on the spear of revival in this nation and in this world. Don't we? So they weren't lazy. They weren't slothful. They obeyed the instructions. And now when they began to sing and to praise, we said that you can sing without praising. We can come to church and make a sound, but there's no praise in it. We can lift up our hands without lifting up our hearts. But that's not the way it is in our lives. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against praise and they were defeated. Just the thought, devil, it's not a smart thing to come up against praise. Because when we let God arise, all of his enemies will be scattered. Glory to God. I didn't have this definition this morning, but after I took a short nap this afternoon, I looked up the word ambush. I like this. Ambush. He said ambushes. Amen. Ambush means to make a surprise attack. (laughs) We serve. We serve the God of surprises. Just about the time to think the if the enemy thinks he's got you completely down, the God of surprises shows up. Hallelujah! There's a sharp two-edged sword coming out of his mouth to ambush, amen, to make a surprise attack on someone from a concealed position. In other words, the enemy doesn't see it coming. Some synonyms, not cinnamon, but synonyms of ambush. To attack by surprise. To pounce on. To fall upon. I like this one. To lay a trap for. To lie in wait. To lay way. To bushwhack. So the ambush came. When they positioned themselves in praise. Verse 23. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. You talk about being confused. The devil is a dummy. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude... And there were dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. Why? Because they were pounced upon. 
They were bushwhacked. They were laid in wait by surprise. No one escaped. Verse 25. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the bodies, the dead bodies, and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Don't tell me that the wealth of the sinner is not laid up for the just. Don't try to figure out how it's going to happen. Just know he's working on your behalf. Just lift up your voice and lift up your praises to God on a daily basis, on a regular basis. And let the Lord of glory come in and ambush and bushwhack that devil every time. Amen. Would you get anything out of tonight? Let's all stand up and praise him a while. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I do want you to share, honey. Yeah, let me get you the mic. How many want to hear from Brenda? Let's give this little Jim a big hand. Every time I hear this passage of scripture, I hear our spiritual father. And he used to always say about this, because what did they do in the beginning of this chapter? They sought the Lord. Yeah. They prayed. And then what did they do? They praised. And then what happened in this last verse? He just read, more than they could carry away. So Brother Hagin used to always say this, prayer plus praise equals more than you can carry away. Hallelujah. Anybody in here a candidate for more than you can carry away then let's seek the lord let's pray but let's also be praisers hallelujah say it with me prayer plus praise equals more than you can carry away Hallelujah. How about we just start praising the Lord? Glory to God. We praise your name. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo. We know that praise pushes back the enemy. Praise releases the power of God. Hallelujah. We release the power of God right now on the scene in every single situation represented here tonight. Hallelujah. Prayer plus praise equals more than we can carry away. Thank you, Lord, for an abundance abundance of peace abundance of finances abundance of health hallelujah (laughs) oh we praise you lord nothing's too big for our god we thank you lord that you are setting ambushments We are not the ones that shall be ambushed. It is the devil that shall be ambushed. Ha ha ha. 
Oh, glory to God. We praise you, Lord, that we are in the secret place of the Most High God. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. Who always causes us to triumph. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my daughter. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my daughter. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty. And praise is a mighty weapon. Ha 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 ha. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Yeah, baka sombra gada dambro sabaha. sobra kata. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Amen. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. You know, everybody, everybody, me included, we all need some faith buddies. Is that right? We need faith buddies. And uh, what that means is we need people that stand with us. Amen. When you're going through the valley of the shadow of death, you should have faith buddies that will speak the word over you. That will declare what God has said over your life. But this just came to me as we were praising God. We not only need faith buddies, but we need some praising buddies. I said, we need some praising buddies. Amen. We need some people that will march just like the children of Israel did and say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Amen. Glory to God. So not only we can be helpers of one another's joy and helpers of one another's faith, but we can also be helpers of one another's praise. Amen? Amen? You know, if you know a brother or sister that's going through it, and maybe their head is down a little bit, just get to them. Call them up. Say, hey, come on over. Let's pray. Let's just have some praise time together. Let's have some worship time together. Let's let the God of glory come on in and then do some mighty things. Amen? Glory to God. I think we ought to praise Him for a little bit. Listen, before that we do, if you are here tonight and you've not yet been filled with the Holy Spirit, Brenda and I would love to pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit with the Bible evidence of speaking with other tongues. You don't need to wait until the end of the service. During the time of praise and worship, you can come up. If you have a need, if, you're, if you have a need in healing, you can make your way to the front. And let's God arise tonight and his enemies be scattered. Amen.